This is episode number 215 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We're so glad that you could join us for another live episode here in the studio. How are you doing, Kev? Oh, I'm just having a banging up good time. A banging up good bang. time. Bang. Bang. Going out with a bang. We shot a lot of guns tonight. We shot a lot of guns tonight. <laughs> we shot a bunch of guns. And we did so in epic fashion. Yeah, so big thank you to uh, the Blackwood Gun Club, uh, which is just down the road from the studio here, uh, for letting us come out and shoot <laughs> a lot. <laughs> we, we, we put a lot of ammo through... Uh, the rounds yeah. tonight, and uh, we did it with a purpose. Yeah. Well, and also, so I, I mean, in, in conjunction with our thank you to to Blackwood, we also want to say a, a big thank you, huge to uh, Adrian. Yeah. Over at In Home Floor, uh, and I, who provided some of the uh, the targets. Yes. Let's just say the targets. <laughs> well, so th- we, so we're being we're being a little cryptic because we we can't say a whole lot about no. what we were doing. No, I mean, here, here's the deal. There were some references made to some products. Yeah. And on, on the show with, with Adrian. Yeah. And uh, let's just say we tested whether or not the validity of the validity of, of, those, of claims. those claims. Yes. And uh, we've got some pretty good video yeah. that's going to come out. And you're going to find out. Yeah. If you haven't already. <laughs> what... what um, the results were. Yeah, so, so thank you to Adrian. Uh, definitely thank you to uh, Aaron and, and Jeff Bearden and, and then to John, yeah. who's uh, who's our, our range master over there for the evening. Yes. Uh, who took care of us and, and taught us many things. Oh, dude, he was fun. <laughs> I like him. He and I can be friends. Yeah, absolutely. That, so, guy's, that guy's a good guy to know. Yeah. Well, and if you, sure. if you, I mean, if you're, if you're local, like, I... One of the reasons I love Blackwood is it, it's the it's the only range that I know of where you can pretty much do everything. Yeah, um, because you can you have a pistol range, you have a a, a long rifle range, and then you also have a trap and skeet mm-hmm. and clay shooting. Like, all right there, all right there. Like no, there, there's there's other ranges in the area that have aspects of those, but they don't all have both. Right. Um, Plus, they're just, I mean, just great people to go hang out. It's a, it's a fantastic facility. So if you haven't been, I, I encourage you to go. I, I'm a member over there. Okay. Um, so, uh, but yeah, we, I mean, how long? We were there for almost two, two hours? Yeah. Oh, well, we got there at 6.30, and I think we left closer to 9. I think we were there between two and two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. We, but we, we, we went through several rounds. Yeah. What was your favorite gun that you shot tonight? Um, I mean, it could be yours, one of yours, even. But I mean, like my my all time favorite gun is one of mine, which yeah. is which is uh, my Marlin yeah. thirty thirty. Yeah. I, I love lever action rifles; they've always been my favorite. I, but I will say, I really liked the optics on his AR. Oh, dude! Um, and it was it it was fun to shoot. Yeah, it was really impressive to stand behind somebody else while they were shooting. And it wasn't the a. It wasn't like the typical AR that you think of. No, what was, it was it was modified. it was a hand? It was it like 
he completely custom built this thing to look like something off of a, a video game, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like he had Call some, of Duty, I think is what yeah, he, what Call he said. Of Duty. But he's he's got some some pretty amazing like I mean, this this thing had a punch to it. Yeah, and it didn't it didn't you didn't feel it. Yeah, because it had it had some pretty amazing like shock absorption to it. Right. Um, but uh, that that was definitely my favorite. Yeah. That shot. <laughs> you like the AR the oh, best, dude. That one was. So you like it better than the AK? I oh yeah, the AR the AR was a lot more. I, I like the AK too. Uh huh. But I like you said the optics. I mean, yeah. you literally see like a laser that you can point it, at whatever. Like, it's super accurate. Yeah, well, know? that's the thing is like those. The, I've come across those in the past and they haven't been very accurate. Yeah, that one was accurate. It was accurate. Yeah, and it was. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So. so. Cool. We, had, we had a good time. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to be releasing quite a bit of content from this this evening's activities. So hopefully yes. you guys will be able to uh, to tune in and enjoy some of that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I also got to give a shout out to my buddy over at HEB um, because he hooked me up with um, or hooked me on these new uh, 1877 mineral waters. Yeah. And they have the flavored ones. Oh, yeah. Lime's so, my favorite. Or lime and grapefruit, actually. They don't have grapefruit. Okay. Well, that, that I know of. But um, the lime's really good. Lime is very good. The one that I got, I so he told me that his his favorite was the lime. So I got okay. the lime. They also have a mango flavored one, Ooh. which is really good. Okay, I like that one better than this one. Interesting. This one, I mean, it kind of has like a margarita kind of a. It's not. Yeah. It's not sweet. Sure, but like it, it has that lime. Yeah. So anyway, it should be. I mean, like it, this is their uh, answer to Topo Chico. Yeah, and like, half the price. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and like it's just as good if sure. you ask me. So, cool. I mean, I, I I like Topo Chico, but yeah, this one's, I mean, it's just as bubbly. I love it. Yeah. Cool. So we're going to, we're going to generate it up tonight. So you, you had some upgrades done to your house. Yeah. So, well, I'm, they're, I'm it's not, always fun when we have content about the show that I, it's, you know, mostly self-serving. Stuff we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's stuff that we do. <laughs> uh, well, here's the deal. I, I, we're not completely done. We'll, we'll get into that in a minute, but, okay. um, I've always, since we moved to Houston, mm-hmm. I've I've wanted to have a generator. Okay. Because uh, we have hurricanes. Right. And, and even when we don't have hurricanes, we got weird ice storms that happen. I don't know. Like we there's always something. Sure. And the potential for the power going out is high. Now I will say this. Uh we are now on a completely different grid. It's actually the same grid that you're on. Okay. And uh it's the uh, the power company is a co-op and they do a really really good job of taking care of their customers. Yeah. Um and and so I'm hoping Are you on their internet by the way? I am. Okay. Yeah, I, it's been good? It, it's been good. Okay. I mean I I really like Tacus um when we had them, but their internet's been great. It's been fi- it's fiber. So yeah. it's been great. Um but it's one of those deals where I just Man, I just don't like the idea of being without power for multiple days in a row. Mm-hmm. And part of it is just, uh, you know, I've got a family. You know, if it's just me, I can handle it. But I, I'm just not interested in dealing with that with, with kids and all that kind of stuff. Sure. So um, I've wanted a generator. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to go pay for a generac. I mean, that's that's ultimately the way to go. But, like, those can be anywhere from 10 to 20 grand depending on 
what size you need. I mean, your mom and dad have one. Mm -hmm. They're amazing. Like, you get a flicker, and then the power's back on. You can run absolutely everything in your house. Pretty much. It's it's amazing. But they're so expensive. They're pricey. And so, I... It's like buying a John Deere tractor, man. You pay a lot for that green paint. Yep. Yep. But it also does the job. Yeah. So, you know, you get what you pay for. But I'm, I'm cheap. And uh, I was I was talking to my wife over the summer, and I think I mentioned this on one of the episodes. Like, uh, they lost power to our well, mm-hmm. and when we lost power to the well, it was just a tripped breaker at the time. But we didn't have water, right? Yeah. And so I realized in that moment, I've never really had been on a well before, so this is the first time I'm learning. And I realized, okay, if we are in most residential places mm-hmm. and we lose power. We still have water. Right. Where we're at now, if we lose power, we lose water. Yep. And that is a whole different ballgame, mm-hmm. you know? And, it, yeah, you can keep buckets of water around and flush the toilet that way. I get it. But it's just a whole different ballgame. So I was like, look, we're going to come up with a solution. We're going to install a generator. Right. And I've always wanted a natural gas generator because that fuel is readily available even – during hurricanes, sometimes the flow is not as, as good as you want it to be, but typically you've got pro, uh, natural gas available, and you're not having to keep, you know, jugs and jugs of, of gasoline right. or, or propane uh, around if you have a dual fuel. So I found one. Um, most, of the prob- most of the time whenever you get into, like, what's a tri-fuel generator, which mm-hmm. is what we got is gasoline, propane, and natural gas, is the natural gas part of it is kind of dinky. Like you just don't get much power out of right. it. Right, yeah. And and it's just this, the amount of, it's just the size of it, the motor and everything combined. So, um, interestingly, Duramax has come out with the largest tri-fuel on the market without, it's portable. Mm. And so... Uh, the thing on on gas has a peak wattage of 13,000 watts, which is a lot. And all the way down to the pro, uh, the natural gas, the peak wattage is 10,000, which is significantly higher than a lot of the other ones that are out of the market. So it's more expensive, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'll just tell you, like, I, I don't mind putting the price out there because you can go look for it. Um, I bought mine at Generator Factory Outlet. Online is free shipping. Uh, it's twenty five hundred bucks. So, mm. for a generator, that's pricey. But it's a fifty amp generator. Like it'll run my my camper if I want it to. If I want to boondock with it, um, it it's big enough to run my air conditioner, my oven, my dryer. Like it's big enough to run anything I need it to, like individually in or simultaneously. So I should be able to uh, run. I should be able to run my my air conditioner and all the lights in my house, and um, pro- I, I I don't really know. I'll, I'll have to do some testing, but I'm guessing that if I need to run my dryer, I'll probably turn the air conditioner off. Okay, you know. Um, but I mean, some of these generators are not big enough to, to do that with. Right. And here's what the issue is. If you don't have it set up in your house to be able to plug it in 
mm-hmm. on the outside of your house, then what you're doing is you're just running cords. Right. To your refrigerator. Extension cords. Extension cords yeah. to your refrigerator, to your washer, to whatever it is that you need power, right? Mm-hmm. You're running extension cord outside because please don't put your generator inside. Inside your house, yeah. Um, it's a good hot tip people, there, Kev. <laughs> people do it, Craig. People do it. Um, but, like, it's just, it, it works for the essentials, right? right? But... Like, a big deal that people are doing now is they're putting on these transfer switches mm-hmm. onto the outside of their house where you literally plug your generator into a switch, like a like an outlet right. on the outside of your house, and you can run your entire house off of it. Right. Um, but you got to be careful about how this is done. And so what I did, there are a couple of different ways you can go. And th- this is kind of what we want to get at tonight. Mm-hmm is you can do a transfer switch with a separate breaker box mm-hmm. to where you've got like anywhere from uh, five to ten breakers that are dedicated to your generator. Right. And those are what you get. And you have to dedicate them. Yeah. So you get whatever circuits, whatever lights, whatever, you know, if you want to put your your air conditioner on it, you can, but that's it. Right. Well, if you open up my sub panel or my, my main panel, I've got a main panel on sub You open up my main panel, dude, there are a ton of breakers in there. <laughs> and not only that, they're all doubled up. Every single one of them is doubled. So, what does that mean? So, okay, inside your breaker box, you've got, you've got poles. Mm-hmm. So you, you, put a, you put a breaker on a pole. Mm-hmm. So like a 15 or a 20 amp, you're going to put on a single pole. But on mine, it's got two separate breakers on that one pole. Okay. On every single one of them. So basically, you've got a, a what they call a tandem, a tandem uh, breaker mm-hmm. on a single pole. Okay. So like, I've got a bunch of fifteen and twenty amp breakers that all have two breakers on it. it are they like connected? They're like they have like. There's the switch no, is connected? There's no connector to it. They're completely separate. Okay. And so you you put on two different circuits on each one of them, but it only takes up one slot okay. in your breaker box. But then you've got bigger uh, breakers, like a 30 amp and sure. a 50 amp, and you can even put a 100 amp depending on you know whatever you've got. But typically, a 50 and a 30 are, are, are typical. So, a 30 is going to be like your oven, your dryer, um, and, and those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my well is on a 30-amp breaker. Okay. Then your your air conditioner is going to be a 50, right? But you need two, You need that on two separate poles because it's you need, you need both circuits coming into two separate poles. Okay. Uh, that's just the way it, it's safer that way. So, without getting into too much tech and stuff that I probably don't know what I'm talking about anyway. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. So, but you ha- you need those two separate poles. This is important. There's a reason I'm telling you this. Okay. Um, so, what I chose to do, rather than doing a completely separate breaker box with dedicated breakers, I've got so many breakers. I want to be able to turn on what I want to turn on and turn off what I don't want on. And okay. I want that to vary based on the situation. Sure. So you put on, uh, what I did is I put on what's called an interlock system. Okay. Okay, so 
the brand I used was Gin Interlock. There are other brands out there. This is just the one that I I used. Um, and so basically, the what it does is it's just a metal plate uh-huh. that you install on the outside of your breaker panel. Okay. And you have to put your your breaker, either a 30 or a 50, whatever size your generator is, in the top right two slots okay. of your uh, panel. And so the way it works is that breaker is off if your main power is on. Okay. Okay. So that's your generator plug. It's what runs that that actual outlet. Mm-hmm. It is directly connected to that 50 amp breaker. Okay. For me, it's a 50. So the only way to turn that breaker on, because there's this metal plate mm-hmm. that covers that, that breaker, the only way to turn that 50 amp breaker off is to slide that metal up yeah. so that you can turn that on. I've so seen you these. Move it out yeah, of the yeah, way. Yeah. But the only way you can slide that metal piece up is to turn off your main power. Okay. So you have turn, to turn the main power off. You have off. to turn yeah. the main power off. You can slide the metal piece into position and then turn your 50 amp breaker on. The opposite is also true. You cannot then turn your main power back on mm-hmm. without turning that 50 amp breaker off. Okay. The purpose of that is so you're not double feeding. Right. You're not your, creating a feedback loop. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it makes it all safe. But what it does, what this little simple piece of metal does is it allows you to run your entire panel mm-hmm. off that 50 amp breaker. Okay. So you've got your air conditioner, your oven, your dryer, these higher load things, plus all your, all your lights yeah. and your switches and all the things that are electric in, in your house. You can turn them on as you want or turn them off mm-hmm. as you want. And so, um, man, I'm telling you, like, this is a, it's a game changer in the way people that live in hurricane areas, which we South, do. South yeah. Texas is one of them. There's, you know, Florida is one of them. Louisiana is one of them. Mississippi, like all these places that get hurricanes um, and lose power regularly. And I, I don't know. I There's a lot of people up in the north that lose power because of, you know, snowstorms and those types of things Yeah, that, you know, I would highly encourage you to look into the generator interlock system, mm. and, I'll, and I'll link up what we're what we used. Um, I wonder know. if up north where it gets so cold, like if generators are actually viable outside they are. like that. They are. I mean, like I know people have like generacs and like diesel generators and things like that. I'm wondering if like the the natural gas ones in the. I I, I know that like I because I've got friends up there that have generators for that reason. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know if the like the natural gas option works as well. Right. I someone's gonna have to help me out on that one. But for gasoline or whatever, it, it's still it's still a viable option. I would imagine I mean as long as you can get it started, it should be fine. Sure. I mean Oh dude. That's that's the other thing about this thing. It's a remote start. Ooh. It's got remote start on it. What do you mean by remote? Like it has a like It's a, got a remote a that remote I can control. start it with. Okay. <laughs> it's also got push button start. That's nice. So you don't have to go out there and crank it with the, you know, traditional yeah. rip cord. Mm-hmm. Um and uh it's also got a low like uh uh low oil. It'll it'll sense and tell you about it. It's got a carbon monoxide detector on it. So, hmm. you know, if you 
dispensing too much of that. It'll beep at you and tell you what's going on. Um, the thing's really, really. You would think it would ha- nice. it would do more than beep. I mean, like with a carbon monoxide <laughs> sensor, it's like why don't you just go ahead and shut off? Yeah. <laughs> well, it may. I don't know. I don't want to test it. I don't want to test it. Honestly, <laughs> I, I haven't read about that as much to right. find out, but it may just turn itself off. I'm not yeah. sure. That, that beep um, will just slowly <laughs> lullaby you and yeah, death. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, you know, the ability to control whatever works on your house and what doesn't mm. is, uh, is kind of a nice deal with this interlock system. Um, they're really, they're easy to install. In fact, a lot of electricians have the, the, the kits. Mm-hmm. And they'll just come out and, and, do it for a fee. I actually um, had a friend who's an electrician come over and help me with it. And I bought all the parts and paid him a couple hundred bucks. And that's nice. Yeah. And just wound up saving me. What, what would it, what would it have cost you if you didn't have a buddy like that? So I did, I did some looking. It's anywhere from 900 to 1100 bucks around here. Okay. Is the kind of the going rate. And what that comes with is that comes typically with, um, the interlock kit, Mm -hmm. the, uh, external outlet that you have to install. Right. Uh, most of the time it comes with a cord for your generator. So it comes with the actual, you know, 30 or 50 amp cord that you need to plug your generator into that outlet. How long of a cord is that? Uh, typically, I think they're anywhere from 10 to 25 feet. Well, that's not on, bad. No, depending that's on... Good. That's a good size. Good, yeah. And I, and it's an I, expensive cable. It is. And I think it depends on, on who does it. And sure. Whatever. And I, I think it comes with the breaker mm-hmm. and then just the labor to install it. So, but you still uh, got to buy the so generator. You, you still got to buy the generator. And, um, but other than that, you're, you're pretty well set. Have you tried um, all three fuels? On your I haven't even turned it on yet. Okay. Because I've been waiting to get all this done. And this was the other thing I was going to say. It just so happens that where the gas line is at my house and where the breaker is at my house are on opposite ends. Ooh, that's not cool. And so I had to make a decision. Uh-huh. I either had to run the electric, the electricity, like a put a fifty amp, you know, copper line right, all yeah. the way over to where my gas was, mm-hmm. or bring the gas line over to where the uh, breaker panel. I'm actually curious as to what you did. Well, I would imagine so the electrical would have been cheaper. You would be surprised at what copper costs right now. <laughs> <laughs> copper is very, very expensive. I mean, depending on what size you need, can be anywhere from eight to fifteen dollars a foot. Jeez, it's so expensive. So, um, honestly, it was a wash at what was going to be cheaper. Oh really? It, it was, was within it was within like 100 150 bucks uh-huh. to determine which way you want to go. And so as I was doing the calculations, talking with the electrician, talking with the with the gas guy, um which by the way, I didn't know this for a long time. Mm-hmm. If you ever need gas like pipe Work done, plumber. Like whether it's, yeah, it's a plumber. Yeah, I didn't know who it was for a long time. <laughs> so those of you out there going, hey, I got, you know, I want to hook up, you know, my my gas logs right in my fireplace. Who do you call? Call a plumber. Yep. Don't call the gas company. Nope. In fact, if you call the gas company, they won't know who to tell you to talk to. No, well, because they can't. They don't know. They can't. Well, they can't. Ethically, they can't refer plumbers. Okay. Well, there you go. Either way, 
That's who you got to talk to. I mean, can you imagine if, like, the gas company decided to, like, refer a gas plumbing company? Right? I mean, like. Yeah. It would would destroy everyone else's business. It would. Yeah. So, anyway. um, Ultimately, I decided to bring the gas over to where the the breaker panel is. Um, I think the electricity, like, moving, moving that over, the plug might have been slightly less expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, well, here would be my question is, <laughs> does it move the generator further away from your bedroom? Th- that, okay. This was all part of the equation. <laughs> and ultimately it puts the generator next to our bedrooms. Oh. If we do that. Okay. But there, there's a couple of things. One is just the sheer distance mm-hmm. that we're having to go with it. There could potentially be a little bit of voltage drop. Oh, if you moved if, if you I if I moved the, the electrical plug, line, yeah. The electrical line. It's probably not much. Probably not that, that it's gonna make all that much difference. However, if it's any, mm-hmm. I don't want that. Sure. I mean, we're we're talking about you know, another bedroom set of lights or something. Like, I want to be able to turn on the maximum amount of stuff that I can, right? And so, like, if I'm going to experience any voltage drop at all, even if it's minuscule, I'm not real interested in that. Um, The other thing is if I, the way they're going to install it, and the the gas, that's the thing, the gas is, they're waiting, they're, they're purchasing the parts to come do it, so it's not actually installed yet, which okay, is why I, I haven't turned the generator on yet. I got you. Um, I'm waiting on that, but because of the way they're installing it, if I decide to move, which I never plan on doing, <laughs> but if I did, I could take that with me. Ah, I could take okay. the gas line with me. I got you. Um, it's a flexible hose that'll it'll go up and uh, you know through the attic, mm-hmm. and I can I can remove that and take it with me. Okay, so. That was something, um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be super nice. I mean, I'm gonna have a quick connect over there, quick connect into the into the deal. Just jacks right in, jacks right in, and uh, plug the. But you get you would get more power running it off of gasoline though, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you know the way this one is set up, uh, the the like I said, the peak wattage of gasoline is thirteen thousand. Mm-hmm. The running wattage is 10,500. So okay. So what that what what that means is the difference is a peak would be like when your air conditioner comes on, it dr- draws more power on its startup cycle. Right. Right? Uh, it's like you've probably heard before you'll use more gas starting your car than you will running it. Right? right. It's just cuz that initial surge, mm-hmm. that's the peak watts. So but the running watts is what it really needs most of the time. So it's thirteen thousand and ten five for gasoline. If you use propane, it's twelve thousand peak watts and ninety five hundred running. Okay. And then, but propane is propane's pro, even less. It's right? very inefficient. Right. It like you if you had a, like a standard gas grill propane bottle, it would last like two hours, mm-hmm. maybe depending on what you're running. Like, it's not going to... You're going to have to have a lot of propane bottles. Gotcha. That's, I'd rather haul gas around than propane Are you talking bottles. about, like, a 20-pound 
Yeah. Yeah. L- like, are they yeah. 20 or 25 pounds? They're 20. Okay. And then, you know, like for my RV, I've got two thirty right. pound ones, but uh, propane's a pain. Sure. I mean, not everywhere carries it. They're heavy and um, they're combustible pretty bad. <laughs> you know, and so are gas. So is gas, too, sure. but it's different. They're not going to go boom quite the same. Right. Um, and in a, in a storm, you're, you're more likely to find someone who will get you gasoline mm-hmm. than propane. Mm. I, my, my. Yeah, I mean, like when we, I mean, we kind of had a propane shortage around here for a while. We did. So, I mean, yep. like it was way easier to get gasoline than it was propane. Right. So. So then when you jump down to natural gas, so you had 13,000, 12,000 on peak. Uh, natural gas is 10,000. Mm-hmm. And eighty five hundred running, okay. But that's not unusual because natural gas just doesn't have the oomph, the oomph, yeah, that the others do. But it's in supply, right? And I lots can lots of it. Yeah, I can just plug in, and I don't have to carry around for days, for days, you know. And I don't have to worry about in the middle of the night I'm going to run out of gasoline and we're going to have to go, you know, fill it up. Yeah. Anything like that. Plus, it's cleaner. Mm-hmm. So, like your carburetor, all the things that have that run on your generator, it's just not going to clog up the same way yeah. as gasoline or. So does. could you could you then? It's like you're running on uh, natural gas, right? Um, let's freak accident. All of a sudden, natural gas is gone. I mean, like, say you had a. I mean, obviously, you got a gas tank on sure. this thing. I mean, is it is it a matter of just like flipping it over and it can just convert and continue to run or do you need to stop it, change the fuel source? My, my guess is you would need to stop it, uh-huh. change change the fuel source, and start it up again. Yeah. But. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I haven't tried it. But that's going to be a, I mean, that's normally the way that kind of stuff would work. I, I, would, I would imagine. I was yeah. just curious if they've come up with some sort of advancement or redundancy that's like, think so. hey, we just sense that you're out of natural gas. We're just going to go ahead and flip on over to the gas. I don't think so. Um, but honestly, it's probably safer that way anyway. I would imagine, yeah. Um, but it, it's pretty simple to do that, uh, to, to use gasoline over over the other. And honestly, like, I've always got propane around my house mm-hmm. uh, because I've got my camper there. I've also got a couple of spare 30 pounds. So I've actually got four 30-pound tanks at my house. Uh, plus a couple of 20-pound tanks. So I've always got propane around, um, and I would use it if I needed to. But um, th- this thing has enough enough power that, I mean, 8,500 watts is enough to run quite a bit at your house. Yeah. And honestly, you're probably going to be conserving. You're going to be using more fan power than you are air conditioning power. Yeah. You know, and hopefully, you know, hopefully, I mean, during Harvey it was hot. Yeah. You know, but you know, because a little like if, if a hurricane came today at here here in in Houston, it it's cooler. Yeah, it's cooler right now than it than it has been. So, you know, maybe you're running it a little less and all well, of that. And we've got a we've got an episode coming up. I know we're going to be talking about that article I sent you earlier today <coughs> about oh, yeah. how like this this guy's making the claim you don't really have to worry about turning your lights off anymore in order to save money. Right. Um, I've, I've got to finish. I've got to finish reading it. Right. Um, but I, I think I think we're going to dive deep on that one in I an agree. upcoming episode because I, I think that's worth talking about. It absolutely is. Um, and 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 look, so one of the things, going back to my my breaker panel, one of the things that was weird is it's so full mm-hmm. 
that in order to to take put that 50 amp where it has to go in that top right slot right it's actually two slots there was a 30 amp there and i need to move it over to the other side but i but i only have two poles to put it into right and i need to put two 30 amp breakers in it mm. well that's called you ready for this uh-huh a quad tandem two pole 3030 <laughs> okay so it's it's I'm more impressed that you even remember I that. I know. I know. I thank you. I'm very <laughs> impressive. So it's a it's a quad tandem. So it means there's four actual switches in there. Uh-huh. But it's it's a two 30 amp breakers, but they have to be on two separate poles because right. the a 30 and a 50 have to be on two separate poles to get both uh both circuits coming in. And so the way they do it is they basically got two uh one breaker crossing both poles in the middle and one on the outside. So it's got a 30 in the middle and a 30 on the outside. Okay. Does that make sense? No, but carry on. So basically you turn this one off uh-huh. and on and you turn this one off and on. Okay, I got you. And so it's just the way the way they have to do it in order to get both poles in there, but also only take up two slots instead of taking up four slots. Well, the problem is with shortages right now, mm-hmm. you can't find them. Oh, the thirty that you can find a thirty twenty, mm-hmm. and in fact, I did find a thirty twenty, and what I needed to run was my oven and my dryer because stupid me, I have a last episode we talked about washer and dryer. Right, I have both electric and gas available for my dryer. I've always had an electric dryer, and when talking to people, they're like, "Look, if you've already if you always had electric." Just use electric. Ah. I should have gone gas. I see. Yeah. Because it was available, I could have done it. It's more expensive. Really? Yeah, it's like it's like two hundred bucks one or one or two hundred bucks more to get the gas. Yeah. So much cheaper to but operate it's, though. It's cheaper to operate, and honestly, I could have taken that freaking breaker out altogether. <laughs> I wouldn't have needed it. Yeah. Um, but I needed to put both of them right there. So with all the energy of so this is where I was going. With all the energy efficient appliances that we have these days, yeah. including like lights that are LED, yeah, and then you know your your uh, your TV energy efficient. Your uh, if you have an electric water heater, it's got energy efficiency. Your refrigerator, even my washer and dryer, have this energy efficient rating on it, right? Mm-hmm. So my electrician was like, "Okay, um, we're gonna try it." You got this thirty twenty because that's all we could find. We're gonna try to put your your dryer on it. Mm-hmm. Nope, <laughs> they kept tripping it. The, yep. Kept tripping the breaker. So we 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 figured out a way to figure it out because I had the sub panel that had a, a slot in it. We figured it out, but um, but yeah, I mean your your electrical is something that you probably don't want to do. No, especially working in a in a breaker box. Electrical scares it's, the crap out of yeah, me. Yeah, man, like it can it can really mess you up so but the interlock system really is i mean here's the deal let's say you turn on too much it's just going to flip that breaker right so you're you're safe with all of that and um you may have to walk outside in the rain if it's in a hurricane and uh you know turn different things on or maybe it's not raining anymore yeah get an umbrella it's not that big of a deal (laughs) it's really not (laughs) so that is one thing i'm gonna have to figure out is like housing my generator 
Okay. Like I'm going to have to figure out some sort of cover yeah. um, to to put it under. A lot of people will like build a little like shed mm-hmm. and like like do a vent to pour out the exhaust. Yeah. That sort of thing. So I'll, I'll figure that out. But anyway, I'm, I'm really happy with the setup and I'm, I think it's going to be really, really nice and I won't have to leave if I lose <laughs> electricity now, yeah, you know, and even right now, but like, let's say something crazy happens today, we lose power. Um, I can run on gasoline until right. the natural gas is, is yeah. And, 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 I mean, like, I think most of those have pretty big tanks on them. They do, yeah. So yeah, they, I mean, it. Uh, the, I don't, I don't remember how big the tank is on the, but you, you can do a couple. Like some people even have it to where like they have it siphoning from the. I think most of them have like a ten gallon yeah, tank on them. I think, yeah, they're pretty big, and. Um, you know, it'll run for a while mm. on it if I want it to. So, anyway, I don't know. What questions do you have? Any? No, man. I think you covered all of it. Cool. So, anything all else? Right. I think that's it, man. Uh, for all of you out there listening, thank you for downloading today's episode, listening to us on the interwebs. Please go leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We would appreciate that very much. Click the like and subscribe button if you haven't already. Tell your friends about us because we are here each and every Tuesday. Until next time, we'll see you later. See you.